It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to this week's episode of the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. As always, make sure you guys are getting over and checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast, Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Cow Hitch. Bring in the bull. What's up, gentlemen? Don't doubt about that. That's all we got. Well, next week. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You listen to the best part, you're welcome. Cow. What's up? I think we should create take your entire Instagram page and make it into an NFT. No, you have to do one for each photo. Yeah. More money. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just turn each one of those. Why not? It's free money, right? Yeah, you should be monetarily rewarded for your uh for your creativity and also you're giving back to the community in a way, because you're allowing uh, an opportunity for somebody to launder money. Yeah, and fund (laughs) the arts. Right. It's win-win. It really is. Is there a reason this is on your mind, Mo? Yeah. Well, there is, but I... I... Whatever. Yeah? (laughs) Well, no, I mean... A cigar company that we greatly respect and, and love, Atabay, um, is is doing an NFT of, of one of uh, of a cigar that they actually haven't brought out yet, but potentially might bring out. And uh, I just thought that was interesting. And, and I'm curious if they do bring it out, does that make the NFT more valuable? Or does it go to the people that bought the NFT as a first release? That's what? what I would think. That's probably how I would play it, but I don't know. All right, so, so Mo, you've been talking about NFTs. Some of our listeners probably have no idea what the hell that is. What the fuck's an NFT? Well, I'm still not those sure people, what the fuck it is. Those people live in a better world than we live in, so can we enlighten them a little bit? All, dude, all I know is that I don't even know exactly 100%, but I believe that you're an owner of the, basically, is it the data that makes up that picture? The chain, uh, the blockchain, or the yeah, something get, that makes up the picture itself? Yeah, you basically get ownership on the blockchain and hashes on the blockchain of the URL to the thing, not even the thing itself, right? So what right. you're buying is you're buying... You're the person who owns something in the blockchain, right? It's it's the, the same concept of Bitcoin to some degree, right. where the blockchain is the ledger that keeps track of the stuff. But what you're buying is the URL to the thing. You're not buying the copyright. You're not buying the distribution. You're not buying exclusive anything. You have a URL. Mm-hmm. And sometime if that URL you know, goes away, you have literally nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't, you don't actually own anything when you have the NFT, except this like spot in the ledger that sort of claims that you own a URL. It's very weird. Hmm. Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, you have a, a set of accounting books and, and you put a bunch of value and in intangibles, Right. And, it, you know, it doesn't really, maybe those intangibles really do have value. Maybe they don't. But I guess if you ever try to sell it, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah. So let's say I put, let's say I did put my, all my Instagram pictures up there for sale. Somebody would buy the link, right? They'd buy the, the, the NFT for this thing. The non-fungible token is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And what they would own is just that token, I would still be able to do whatever the hell I wanted with my Instagram photos. I would just have money from this person. It's real weird. It sounds awesome. Yeah. I think it is. I, I think if there's anything, no, maybe not completely, but it's definitely one of these things that you see pop up during asset bubbles. 
this to me is an indication of an asset bubble. There's too much cheap money flooding the system, and people are, don't know what the fuck. The people that have money don't know what the fuck to do with it, and the people that don't have money don't have enough money, and so you have this just really weird divide happening that that is continuing to grow. And so during bubbles, you see stuff like this pop up. No pun intended. Yeah. So, well, and people uh, are paying tens of thousands of dollars or no, more for an mm-hmm. NFT. Yeah. Yeah, this is nuts. This so if you're nuts. like a famous person, you can sell an NFT for your tweet, right? Yeah. You make just a pile of cash. How does that work with a tweet? Or even like your Instagram? So we'll... Same way as anything else. They're buying a link to it, to the picture or to the... So nobody else would be able to have that link to the photo? They wouldn't be able to own it. That doesn't mean they couldn't use it. It doesn't grant copyright. It doesn't grant ownership of the thing. So what's it grants the ownership of the NFT for the thing? Uh, yeah, it's almost like a derivative contract. But here's the thing, and and tell me if you guys okay. So obviously none of us are in are in the market for a house right now, but real estate is going crazy too, right? Yeah. And so I I have this thing that. <laughs> You know there's a housing bubble when the local realtor becomes almost celebrity-like. <clears throat> For example, like you start seeing that motherfucker on like every fucking corner. They're on billboards. They're on fucking you know sign. Uh, you know every empty plot of land has a sign of some realtor on it. It's almost like the realtor has become celebritized. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's like my my mark my indicator for a housing bubble now, because I remember seeing this, obviously during oh eight oh seven, oh six whatever, and you're like God, this is nuts. That's happening again. Yeah, if they can get you to sell your house, they're making bank. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is completely. I mean, if I'm looking to sell, this is the time. But what do you uh, buy? Where do you move? Nothing. You rent until it, you wait your time. You bid your time. Yeah, that's a pain in the ass, though. It absolutely <laughs> is. But you either look. That's what I never understood about inv- investing in a home to appreciate. By the time that your home is appreciated, assuming that you want to stay in the same area, you will take advantage of the appreciation only to go pay an appreciated price for a different house. Now, yeah, granted, it, it makes if sense it if you can a pick a smart purpose, area. Sure. But like these people that think, I mean, by the time you take inflation in, in your mortgage payments and the interest you've paid all into calculus, like you really don't fucking make that much on your house. Like, I don't understand why people think like they're killing it. Like you yeah. bought the house 20 years ago. It's worth $80,000 more. You honestly think you made money on that house? Yeah, you I'm didn't. Just, I'm just saying. No. You're paying you, you to live didn't. somewhere, though. So right. My my only goal is to to not pay to live somewhere someday, right? Sure. So in in that, it's worth it. If I was looking to sell it, yeah, I'd be I'd be paying just as much inflated somewhere else, right? It's not it's Absolutely. not a money maker. I but agree. people don't think about this. Realtors have done an the housing industry really has done an amazing job of just glossing over that, <laughs> as if like. You know what I mean? It, sure. It's fascinating. It's incredible, actually. I mean, if you go back, so I've owned my house for, for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. If you go back 10 years, and let's say you even buy the house outright in cash, okay? Mm-hmm. Or you take that same cash and you put it in the market. Which one of those is worth right. more now? The market by a lot. Like, it's not close. Yeah, probably, yeah. It's not even sort of close. I mean, the reality right now is, like I said, I mean, we just have a lot of asset bubbles right now. And and all I'm saying is for the people that are getting caught up in these different crazes, all I'm saying is you missed it. Do not let FOMO take control of your life. And for those that don't, it's fear of missing out. You missed it. That's it. Say asset a few more times, though. Huh? (laughs) Say asset a few more times. That's Why? Doing it for me. Oh, was it? What are you doing you over know. there? You know. 
Just got this oh. thing in my mouth. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, did you guys have a good Easter? Yeah. Went well. Yeah, for sure. Good. Smoke any cigars, uh, celebratory or, or, you know, occasion type cigars? Um, no. <laughs> yeah, same. <laughs> it's not really the, not really the thing. I, I don't know. I don't do celebration smokes that much. Oh yeah. I don't believe in it at all. I wanted to, I just didn't get a chance to smoke anything. But you smoked today. I did today. What did you smoke? Uh, just a cigar. <laughs> <laughs> what? Just a cigar. What? Just hey, what I did get uh, I did get a box of patinas in. How about that? I, well, I think that, that's a very smart move. Much appreciated. But what did you smoke today? Partagas, Serie D. Nice. That ain't bad. Not bad. Are you always that classy? Um, not always, but a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of classy, uh, any any updates on your your work situation from last week? Oh yeah. Uh, I haven't heard anymore since this individual has moved facilities. I mean, I, look, I'll be honest with you. I, not to take away from the gravity of the situation, but I was a little underwhelmed at the story. Yeah. I, I was expecting, Dang. well, I mean, after three weeks of anticipation, I was expecting something. You said it was as good as a dude ordering food to take home at a, after a work dinner. That was an amazing story. That's hard to top. I guess I'm not you, sure if this topped that. I don't think the... That's all I'm saying. Maybe the storytelling didn't do it. For all of us that were actually involved with the situation, it was pretty, mm-hmm. it was pretty epic. Now, Mo, mm-hmm. this should be a lesson to you. Yeah. You should always hype up what an experience is going to be like because once the other person is into it, it's too late. Mm. Right? They're, they're already in it. Mm. It's already happened. I think you guys yeah. hyped it, but I did say it was good. Well, I think it was it was it was better in the mm-hmm. in the situation than in, uh, than telling the story though. So you had to be there. Yeah, I, I think, think you had to be there, but it's probably better. It was a good story. I, th- I I think that the part that probably didn't hit us the way it hit you was watching the literal owner of the company be absolutely fucking shocked that this dude didn't get it. Well, yeah, that's that had, that had to have been, <laughs> that had to have been pretty impactful. I would think, but, but see, and I knew, I knew that the individual hasn't, didn't, uh, he wasn't listening. <laughs> so I was like, Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> hmm. He's just gonna keep showing up to work. <laughs> I kind of wish, I kind of wish that would have just happened. I, part of me is like, that would have been funny. I mean, I, I obviously, I don't wish, I don't wish uh, bad things on on him. Uh, I think he's a good kid, and he'll he'll find the right fit for him. But for my humor's sake, that would have been hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's like anything else. You don't want a bad thing to happen, but if it does happen, at least let it entertain me. Yes. I don't think like the creepiness of this kid. Um so we went out to our other location and some of the people were like, "Holy fuck, he's uh, I think some of this you you have to see. We got to do video of this, but this kid he'll walk by a group of people and like stare at them and like open his mouth like he's going to say something but just slowly keep walking by <laughs> see this, this, that's the kind of stuff that i mean got lost in the story right so th- th- there's a creepiness factor oh you, yes 
Have you ever watched Superstore? I don't think so. It's on NBC. So extremely underrated show. Recently just got into it. Absolutely fucking hilarious. But there's a guy like that on the show. Creepy. Like that creep. Yeah. He's just odd. And he's freaking odd. But there's 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 different kinds of creepy though. Right? Like there's creepy like this motherfucker actually scares me. And then there's creepy like he's a nice person, just completely socially awkward. Yeah, hundred percent. That's it. Yeah. I get it. Hundred percent. Doesn't take social cues at all. <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. Maybe he knows you're giving him the cues and he's just like, fuck you. Maybe so, but I'm thinking not. <laughs> it's just it's just big dick energy. That's all it is. <laughs> he's like, yeah, watch this. I'm just going to stand here. <laughs> <laughs> like the old fuck man in guy. the locker room. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, there, there's no... I think that is the pinnacle of not giving a fuck. Can't wait. <laughs> I also like that as soon as you say old man in a locker room, everybody knows exactly what you're talking about because oh, none yeah. of those guys give a fuck. Oh, they got nothing left to prove. There's nothing in the world they got to prove to anybody. This kid's just socially, super socially awkward. Yeah. And really what makes it a tough scene is that they're a nice person. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it makes it tough. I know. Yeah, a lot of those people figure some of their shit out sometime, though. I hope so. Super intelligent. I think... He's some, like, uh... Savant? I don't know, biologist or something. I mean... He's just studying you guys. <laughs> You're the researcher. Maybe that's what it is. Right. Yeah. Or chemist or something. He's something like ridiculous. That's, I don't know. Super socially awkward though. Super socially awkward. So wait, was his job actually like difficult in terms of like what to do and understand? Absolutely not. It didn't sound like it. No. He was primarily Weird. helping me early on. Uh, obviously, you got to know our products and stuff, but from there, you're putting them in a box and shipping them <laughs> or mm-hmm. on a pallet and shipping it. So, no, like, nothing's heavy. It's not labor-intensive. We have a forklift. I mean, we have uh, pulley systems and stuff to lift things. I mean, nothing's difficult. And then, like, like mentally strenuous? No. I mean, it, you got to learn how to use our, our QuickBooks system and stuff like that. But but if you can become a chemist or whatever he was. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you, can, you can do those things. I would think so. But it's socially awkward on the phone. Like, he would answer the phone, and it would be one of our sales reps, and they would ask for, you know, one of our other reps, and he'd go, yeah, they're on the line right now. And then just sit there. <laughs> and it was like, uh, okay, you going to, you going to take a message or should I just call back? <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> he, he wants, he wants, See, left, was, okay. he wants left somebody on hold so long <laughs> that the phone <laughs> rang back again. Wow. There's some stuff See, you can't not, teach. Not, yeah, now you're adding color to the story. Okay. So well, now there we it's go. okay, it's becoming more impactful. Okay. Yeah. He he came and asked me a question one day about a product. I thought he had been on the phone. Um apparently not. There was a customer there. <laughs> he left the customer so long like 30, 45 minutes standing at the front. <laughs> until the guy finally just fucking left and called and said, Hey, I'll be back like tomorrow, figure your shit out. <laughs> I mean, these are the things you did. No joke. This, I'm not. Yes, 100%. I remember that day because he came and asked me a question. I was like, hey, go back and ask them if they need this or that. You know, I thought they were on hold. No, they were there. I don't, he just didn't know how to convey things and like do the social. Yeah. 
And like, uh, even like that, like just the, the awkwardness, maybe we were having a, a legit conversation. Maybe it was a bullshit conversation, you know, me and somebody else or whatever, two people. And he got a phone call and normally you'd walk in and go, Hey, sorry to interrupt. You know, so-and-so's on the phone or, Hey, you know, you know, cause that takes precedence, right? Yeah. He'd just stand there until you finished your fucking conversation. <laughs> or until you ask him, hey, you need something? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but he's been standing there five fucking minutes while the customer's on hold. <laughs> Dude, just yeah. weird. I bet he texts like a champ, though. Oof. You think so? Probably. He's got to communicate well somehow. I don't know. That's going to be an interesting thing going forward. I think it already Very is. Man. Like, yeah. If I, if I can avoid being on the phone at any time in my life and do something else, I will do it. Yeah, I get that. I'm actually having to deal with that. And it's kind of annoying. Like if you're my, my thing is if, if I'm dealing with you in a capacity uh, that involves the selling of a product or something like that, you need to fuck. If I call you, you need to call me. Yeah, no, professionally, you. you have to fucking do it. You know, I don't call that often. Like, it's not like I'm always up people's asses to, to whatever. But if I'm calling, you should probably answer or call me back. Yeah. But I, I think that we've created this thing where it's just, like, almost awkward for people to talk to each other anymore. Oh, it is. 100%. It's fucking insane. And COVID didn't help with the with the lockdowns and shit like that. Yeah. So speaking of COVID, I, I go to the gym today, and apparently I missed the memo that COVID has now moved on from uh, infecting people, and, and things are just back to normal. I I don't know how I missed that memo. I don't know where I got it from, or you know whatever. But it was incredible. Literally last Thursday. I'm at the gym. Everybody's masked up. Everybody's distancing. Today, almost nobody's wearing a mask, and people are on top of each other like it's spring break. Damn. What gym do you go to? Sounds yeah, fun. But I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck happened in the last five days. Like, what What changed? Mo, COVID's been gone for like six months. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll see. It's been gone. Our, uh, I don't know I where you guys so. are at case. Yeah, I don't know where you guys are at case wise, but we're at like thirty. I mean, relatively none. Mm-hmm. We're at a. I'm just saying that was a big, big no, big absolutely. From, you know, literally, I'm not I'm not exaggerating. But did the did the city do something? I mean, did you guys remove? Uh, no. You guys have some phases or something that you're doing, or. Uh, well, the gym the gym is now back to twenty four hours for the first time since before COVID. But I, and I don't know your state and city regulation. But, but are but they I, doing stuff? Are they phasing out of this? Are they? Do you know any of that? Not not the master requirement. No, hmm. unless the gym did. Unless the gym said it's back to only having to wear a mask if you're not actively engaging in exercise, which is what it was. Gotcha. Uh, before the big spike in cases again. So, I don't know. I just was caught by surprise today because yeah. I went from, like I said, the last time I was there was Thursday at this location. Everybody was masked up. Go back today, and I'm one of the only people wearing a mask. So. And people can call me a pussy. You can call me whatever they want. I don't give a shit. I do not want to get COVID. Period. I don't think anybody wants it, though. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't need to make any sort of tough guy statements. Okay. But, you know, I am nervous with my first trip coming up, you know, since last year. And uh, hopefully it'll go smoothly. But, yeah, man, there's definitely, I mean, sitting in the airport, sitting in the plane, hotel, Luckily, the cigar shops are, that I'm going to be at are very open. But, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some nerves would there. You, uh, lie to you. Would, you do, would you do things different if you 
100% knew for a fact that you had it, I don't know, say four months, five months ago? If I had COVID? Yeah. Let's pretend you had it five months ago. Would you be the doing... The truth is, bro, I might have fucking had it already after CPE and just never knew it. I don't know. But let's say you 100% know that you did. Would you do things... Drew's putting you in the immunity window for your arguments. Yeah, I'm just wondering, would you do things differently? Oh, I see. Uh, no. Okay. I was just curious. No, I'd say, I'm Look, it, I'm very... I don't believe in taking unnecessary risk. I'm a risk taker, okay, in the sense like I don't mind taking on risk. But it has to be like smart risk, if that makes sense. You want control of your risk. Yeah. Well, you can, I mean, to the extent that you can, sure. But yeah, I mean, you still drive a car. You're not correct. You're not like, yeah. yeah. It, stuck inside your house doing nothing for the rest of your life, not leaving your room kind of which is right. which would also be right. dangerous. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, very dangerous. It could could be risky uh, if you're not driving to actually just stay in your house as well. Go ahead. I would actually argue that might be more dangerous right now. But mm-hmm. well only because so, of them. But but you wouldn't be you wouldn't be concerned about flying and stuff then, right? If if you had it, hundred percent had it five months ago. I get you would still treat the gym and all that stuff the same, but would you? Yes. Would, would you still be concerned with flying? Oh yeah. Why? Yeah. Uh, look, man. If there's one thing we've learned about this virus is that we know nothing. It's we know nothing. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, that that's what scares me about it. Not, but that's what makes me hesitant to like just go whatever because dude I've seen healthy ass people get it and it's knocked them out yeah right and I've seen people that you think it might kill them be completely fine when you have just like this randomness of effect that's what gives me pause mm-hmm. not the virus itself it's the randomness and lack of knowledge surrounding why. Right? So you're like, you could have some something that causes it to be shitty for you that you would never know about until it hits. Is that your concern, kind of? 100%. Jam. Yep. Yeah. I'm waiting for my vaccine immunity to hit, and then uh, then the world becomes a slightly different place. Mm-hmm. Would You would do things different, Cal? I mean, I'm planning to, yeah. Okay. Because I've I, I've maintained through the whole time, basically, if people would do simple things like wear a mask and keep their distance, we could have most things open most of the time, I think. Um, people just didn't do that. So if I get my immunity, I feel a lot less worried about other people's stupid decisions impacting me, if that makes sense. Yeah, I got you. Which brings up a very interesting social construct that I don't think people talk about enough, but is that like living in an echo chamber and you guys kind of know what I'm talking, what I mean by that (laughs) modern life. Yeah. (laughs) But if you surround yourself only by people that think like you act like you look at the world, like you look at the world, you're going to be very, very, in my opinion, at a massive disadvantage. Yeah. And I think we had a lot of echo chamber shit happening during COVID and that hurt us. Oh yeah. hundred percent. Yep. All right. So let's bounce to a cigar topic. Damn. Since we have those every now and then. Uh, And this might be a total flop of a topic. It will be. It will probably. 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 Uh, For sure. Most of them are. That's okay. Um, so let's say, uh, well, actually, no. So have you ever had a cigar brand where you had basically written them off? They were on your shit list for some reason, right? You're like, fuck this company, fuck this brand. And then you came back around to liking that brand for some reason. Has that ever happened to you? No. No. Yeah, me either. Damn it. I was hoping somebody would have something. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. 
fair enough. If one of our listeners has one of those, I'd actually be really interested in what it what it took. Like, what happens to get off your shit list? How did that work? Because I've never. If, never if seen I had it. to bet on one brand that where that would be the case, like I mean, not the only one, but one where that could where I could see that would be Crowned Heads. Why would you have written them off? Somebody's answer. Um, so we talk about the curse of massive success with one cigar, right? Like if you win Cigar Aficionado and you can't fulfill orders or whatever. Las Calaveras 2014 for, for crowned heads was a blessing. Incredible. Right. But also a curse. Because if you guys remember the following year, everybody talked about how that Las Calaveras wasn't as good as the year before. And up until recently, crowned heads hadn't really solidified their core. So a lot of it was based on Las Calaveras. So I don't know if I'm explaining this right, but I think that after people thought the Las Calaveras after 2014 wasn't as great, they're looking at the rest of the portfolio, they're okay. And then over the past year, and, and we've talked about this on previous podcasts, I'm like, I think Crown Heads is fucking back. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so I get that, what you're that, saying. That, so maybe people got I'm... maybe people got off the wagon, but I don't think many people were like, fuck these guys. No, no. So it's not quite what I was talking about. I think it's pretty okay. close, yeah. though. Got I think you. it's pretty close. Okay. Um, it's interesting. The Las Calaveras line is a fascinating one to me. I think what you're talking about is very true in many people's minds and not very true in reality. Mm-hmm. Um, and let me explain that because it happened to me. Um, okay. Las Calaveras 2014, one of the best cigars I ever remember smoking. Incredible, right? And I think a lot of people would say that, that when they smoked it the first time or the first few times. Then they did the the La Imperiosa, which was supposed to be the same cigar, yes. and they said it was the same cigar exactly. But for me, it wasn't, and I don't know why. And then every time I smoked the Las Calaveras every year, I was like, oh, this is not as good as it, as it has been in the past. But then almost every year, somewhere in the, the small batch blind reviews, they've included one of the Las Calaveras. And invariably, I say it's fucking amazing. Every time so when I smoke it yes. blind, I, I love it. Hmm. When they put the band it, on it, for some reason, it's not as good as the 2014. Yep. The human mind is a weird fucking thing. It really is, man. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Because in all honesty, <laughs> bro, I thought the 2016 Calaveras is my favorite, which was the you one might, they did with the right. broadleaf. It was that good. One was unreal. That was a great cigar. I have one left. I remember I bought them from an underground cigar shop in, in Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, I swear that stuff is in your mind sometimes. Mm-hmm. Have somebody give you some blind cigars that you don't know what they are. Put a little number band on them. Changes the game sometimes, especially with limited editions. Not so much mm-hmm. with the core line. I haven't found it to be surprising with core line stuff, but limited stuff surprises me. Because mm-hmm. the expectation's different. Absolutely. It's crazy. I agree. <clears throat> All right. So I got a list here of some common expressions. I am curious. We'll go through a few of them. If you find they are accurate or if you find they are bullshit. Okay. Figure this will be a fun one. <laughs> so probably not. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, hope. Bullshit. <laughs> oh, we haven't started yet. <laughs> Can't all be bullshit. Well, maybe they are all bullshit. We'll see. Okay. All right, so this one, this one I, might be a bad one to lead with. If you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Accurate or bullshit? That's bullshit. Didn't we do this last week? Nope. <laughs> what did we do last week with this? We didn't. I teed it up for you, and we didn't get to it. Oh. Gotcha. Actually, I take that back. I think it's accurate. Yeah, there, there, there is a lot of truth to it, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to have those days where 
you wish you were doing something else. You got to keep loving what you do, which I think is the hard part. Yes. All yeah. right. Cool. Kyle, what about, what about you? Oh no, I think it's uh, I think it's kind of bullshit because most people don't keep loving what they do. That's very, very true. In the in the slim case where you love every day of it, okay, cool, I'm with it. Or if if you're one of the very very few lucky people who gets to live exactly the life they want, exactly the way they want, mm-hmm. cool. But it's it's very few. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, how about this one? All's fair in love and war. I don't even know what that means. I don't even know what they're talking about. <laughs> no man, why? I don't even know what that means. Honestly, what do people mean when they say that? Yeah. Is it, well, let's I, look it up. You can just do whatever you want. So just all. I guess it's all fair game. I think in war it makes sense. Not so much love. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can't do whatever you want. <laughs> it's love. It's love, I swear. Yeah, I I, I I, don't think that works. It's kind of fucked up, right? All right. Uh, what about good things come to those who wait? No. Absolutely fucking not. <sighs> no, I'm going to say no, too. You, yeah, I'm on the no you, train. On you wait around, one. somebody else is going to get it. <laughs> hey, go go after what you fucking want. Yeah. All right. Yeah, what about? In fact, I would say that that might be the worst advice in the history of mankind, or the worst quote, because no one's going to hand you anything unless you're a trust fund kid or something like that. But no. Yeah. Clear bullshit. All right. What about don't judge a book by its cover? Yes, I believe that's exactly very much true. Uh, I don't know. First impressions, everything. So. Sure, judge it by its cover. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's like, judge it. Just fucking judge it. I don't Fuck care. It. Judge. So, I know. I think that's very dangerous. You think so? Yeah. Very, yeah. All right, Mo, how am I supposed to judge a book? You don't judge it. You read it. <laughs> by its cover. But at some point, I come to some <laughs> conclusion about this book and whether I find it enjoyable or not or would find it enjoyable or not. How do All I right. judge such a thing? Uh, I'll give you an example. Okay. <laughs> By its cover. No, look, <laughs> there were. That's why they make I'll, book covers. I'm yeah. No, no, no. I get it, but but okay. So it's the same thing as. Am I going to buy a cigar based on the band? Yes, a lot of people will. Yeah. I, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, and I'm not saying it doesn't happen a lot because it's actually the norm. If we're yeah. being honest. Yeah, it is what definitely. I'm, all I'm saying is it's you a shouldn't. very dangerous thing. Quit buying yeah, that. You miss out on good shit. Quit buying that cigar because of the band. Right, but especially if you're in the business of selling a product or selling something or uh, where you have to interact with people to achieve things, right? Like, that's a very dangerous way to live. You will severely limit yourself. When I was managing a shop, the guy that had the most money out of all of our customers looked and dressed like, he didn't look like shit, but he dressed like absolute shit. And the brokest motherfuckers would come in all dressed up Friday night, you, you know, looking like they just came out of, you know, fucking Rodeo Drive, right? Yeah. And those guys spent like six bucks on a cigar. This guy would come in and buy boxes of Opus whenever we had them. Right? Yeah. All I'm yeah. saying is you just got to be very careful with that stuff. The it's number the, one. That's the money talks, wealth whispers. Absolutely. Stuff. The number one LFD shop in the entire country is a shop called Jack Schwartz, which is on the bottom of the Chicago Board of Trade building. They don't even have a lounge. 
they have like three seats you can sit in. A humidor, probably the size of Kyle's fucking uh, wine-a-door. And those guys are the number one LFD account in the entire country. Are you trying to say something about that shop or about LFD? Yeah, no, that's what I, I mean, wondering. you have to remember these guys move move volume, man. They're at the bottom of the board of trade. I mean, there's a lot yeah. of people money. Yep. But all I'm saying is that you can't like if I if I were to look at every shop I go into to sell patina and I look around and it's not fancy and it doesn't have the nice big leather couches and the fancy humidor, you're you could miss out on some what could be very good customers because. Fancy or, or beautiful or whatever doesn't always equal success, I guess, is, you know. For sure. No, I think I mean, it's a very valid point. I mean, dude, people look at me. I get, like, I, I wear most, almost 100% of the time T-shirt and jeans. When I tell people that I have a master's degree, they think I'm lying. I had one person actually ask me to take out my CPA card, like my, my state of Illinois CP, because he didn't believe me. No joke. I mean, this stuff, this stuff bet, is real. I bet you were able to produce the records for that, though. You better fucking believe I was. <laughs> As a good CPA would be. All right. But my uh, point is, yeah, that's a very dangerous way to live. No, I think you're right. I think that's true. Uh, I still think that's the way most people do live. Oh, 100%. All right. Two more. Uh, second to last one. The best things in life are free. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> Cigars cost money. A lot of good things are free, but I don't know the best things. Okay, what are the best things in life? Well, as Conan says... <laughs> Go on. Crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. So... Those are all free. The training isn't Normal. free. The sword isn't yeah. free. <laughs> I think that you got to have balance. That's what it's all about. First of all, nothing is free, if we're being honest. That's true. Everything costs something. Maybe not monetarily, but something. <laughs> That is sure. true. Mr. Opportunity Cost over here. No, I mean, it's reality. I think there's a lot of just really bad fucking ideas by people. <laughs> 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 that they don't realize, you know, not, nothing, is, nothing is free. Fair there's enough. always a trade. Yep. That's true. All right, what about last one? No good deed goes unpunished. So can you ex- can you explain this one to me a little bit? Um, yeah, so the idea is you do something good for somebody, right? And you get shit for it one way or another, whether it's somebody else wanting some shit now or that person kind of you know pulling some shit back on you or whatever it happens to be. Uh, you try to do something good, and it backfires. Any of those kinds of things can can make sense for this, right? But you, the idea is you try to do something good, and and you end up getting shit for it, oh. one way or another. Oh yeah. I think there's a lot of truth to that. Yeah, I think that a lot of times people mistake being a nice person or a good person or doing the right thing as a form of weakness. And they will try to exploit you and take advantage of that. They really do. True. Um, yeah, that one's mostly true. There you go. See, they weren't all bullshit. What about you, Kyle? Oh, I think that's pretty accurate, too. There's a, It's just like we said that last time, there's a cost for everything, and a lot of times the cost of doing something good is uh, is higher than you would expect. 
Yeah. Absolutely. Yep. So, all right. All right, we got a Judge Drew. Um, Bring it I on. Have a topic called Judge Drew, not we have to judge Drew. You're going to judge me. Go for it. We need Drew with a sign to come back, you lazy ass. Oh, damn it, I know. Right, but I got you a news story that came from Oklahoma. Sweet. Judge Drew. Let's see if I've heard it. <laughs> you, I hope you have because it hit the national news. This is crazy shit. Did you hear about the the pastor that got killed in his house? No. Okay. So 50-something-year-old pastor is killed at his house. Okay. And they're trying to figure out what the fuck happened. And they, they realize that this is the, the, the series of events that have unfolded. This guy, the pastor, him and his wife had met up with another man, a oh, younger I did guy hear in his about 20s, this. for a threesome. Yeah. The wife and the other guy developed feelings for each other. They kept banging behind the pastor's back, and they plotted his murder. Uh, so so the, the younger lover shoots the pastor, and they both get arrested, and they clearly have not gotten away with it. And one of the ways they found out is that the wife told their daughter she begged her lover to kill her husband. How do you judge this entire group of people? Where do do you know where this happened at? Oh, in Oklahoma. Um, let me look. I did hear about <laughs> that. That was a joke. It really was Oklahoma. Yeah, no, it was. In I Oklahoma. didn't realize it was oh, Oklahoma, wow. but I I had heard the story. Uh, where is this? This is probably down there. Does around it matter? Ah, uh, yeah. Curious. <laughs> Uh, Ada, Oklahoma. Yeah, that makes sense. (laughs) That makes sense for that. Why does that make sense? What's that Uh, place like? That just seems like, (laughs) look, when when we tell you some stupid story and you go, oh, that's probably from Florida, that's what I would assume here. It was like, eh, that's down around that area. (laughs) Um, So, God... Stupid people. I don't know who's dumber here. He, the uh, <laughs> the uh, the boyfriend, wife, or the husband. So that's a pastor <laughs> enjoying some uh, menage a trois. Um, extracurriculars. Fr- from what I understand, too, it wasn't. It wasn't like a like a. I don't know how. To, uh, there's different kinds of threesomes, but th- this was both of their like boyfriend. Uh, I think that makes this thing worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just my view. Okay. Um, so it, it wasn't, I don't know how to word that anyways. Um, yeah. Extra interesting. So pastor that also like dudes. Um, Sounds like a Tiger King type. That's movie. why I would, yeah. that's why I ask where's this happening? I mean, Maybe, you're going to sin, sin big, right? I guess so. Go go big. The problem is is he wound up dead. Wait, he did he they killed him? Yeah, they killed yeah. him. He's dead. Oh, wow. Um they're all stupid. Um, props for them for uh, spicing up their marriage, but I think they could have done it a little better. <laughs> <laughs> um, go, you know, go on a vacation or something uh, <laughs> like normal people. Uh, yeah, apparently, um, Ada. Jeez, I wish this wouldn't have been from Florida. Wasn't uh, that uh wasn't that Franklin Graham or whatever? Didn't he have a scenario similar to this? I don't know who that, that is. The the son of that Billy Graham famous yeah. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, they him and his wife just got caught up in some big thing they did this last year or whatever. That's what I thought you were man, I mean that's what it reminded me of. And then when you said Oklahoma, I started thinking Tiger King, but yeah. I mean, nobody died, but 
Yeah. Here's what I don't get with all this. Like, you don't have to kill people over this. Just, just run away together. Like, or just tell him, hey, I want a divorce. I'm hooking up with our boyfriend. <laughs> you probably shouldn't be laughing. Here, I know. But why do you got to kill the guy? Just let him be. Yeah. Look, I, look I, unless it's war, murder is never the answer. Killing people is not the answer. Are they in jail now? Yes. Yeah. They got caught. Yikes. Tell you what, yep. unless you're some, like, I don't know, highly trained special forces, ex-military, uh, I, I don't know who else Mike could get away with it. You're not getting away with it. It's Jason going... born. Yeah, unless you're... you tell the daughter? Well, especially not then. Yeah, he just killed her dad. You're not getting away with this, like, ever. That is, it's going to catch it's going to catch you at some point in time. Yeah. You're stupid. True. They're all stupid. <laughs> you know, one of the things I enjoy doing, and, and you guys are gonna think this is pretty weird, I bet, but probably not. assume assume this person's belief system is completely true. Right? Yeah. Like follow it to its logical conclusions yeah, yeah, as yeah. if you're this person in their belief system. I think this is funny most of the time. Because people are wildly hypocritical and weird so often. Oh, so let's say you're this dude that gets shot in the head, right? And and you show up at, you know, the pearly gates or wherever you think, and you're like, oh, fuck. Right? I think that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. Well, yeah, but based on his beliefs, there you're are not... no pearly gates because he was committing an ultimate sin. Oh, exactly. His ass would be yeah. you know, frying in hell. Right? But whatever his version of the afterlife is. He's going to show up there and be like, damn it. God damn it. I Why was it. I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck, I was kind of hoping I was wrong. <laughs> it also makes me wonder what else was he... Uh... <laughs> Look, everybody's got some weird shit behind closed doors. I, I, yeah, whatever. But it also makes me wonder what else was this guy doing? Not weird shit that he was into, but... If you're willing to do that and your wife is willing to kill you... What else is she doing? <laughs> this is why I always shied away from like when, you know, you would have somebody come at like, hey, man, like setting people up, right? I Like people are like, oh, yeah, what do you think of this guy? Is he a nice guy? Is he this? Is that? Like, dude, all you really know is what somebody is like with you. Right. You don't yeah. know what that motherfucker is like every other, you know, all the other times. Well, and everybody gets a different version of you. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, to some people, I might be the nicest guy in the world. To another person, I might be the biggest asshole. I mean, it's just the That's past. true. Yeah. <laughs> They're both on this call. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in, in Drew's case, asshole is actually a compliment. So it's Damn right. Complimentary both ways. <laughs> but here, here's something I want to say for the young kings. And, and the young queens that, that you know, if, if you are in a situation where you are blessed and all of that and have things, this post-COVID reopening is going to pose an interesting time, okay? And, and what I mean by that, in, in the same vein as this, is like, I don't know if you, got, you guys maybe are not have followed this, but the, the quarterback for the Houston Texans, have you guys seen this? Deshaun Watson? Mm, no. No, I don't think so. It has to okay, do with sports. So he, he is up to now 22 different sexual mis- misconduct allegations from various, like, masseuse, masseuses. I don't know how you say that, plural. Sure. Um, I did hear you know, about this. Therapists. Yeah, massage, whatever. And I don't know if they all are, but he's up to 22 different allegations now over the past three months. Okay. That's a, a bit of a pattern. Right. <laughs> so obviously, look, we're not going to judge and say he, who knows? Who knows? Okay. But obviously there's some 
overwhelming evidence that there is a pattern here. My point is, is that especially with a lot of the shit that has happened over the past year and, and the, the widening gap of the haves, the have-nots, for lack of a better cliche, there are going to be people that are looking to exploit you if you are a person of means. And in the cigar community, look, man, we have a lot of guys, and I'm going to say this from the perspective of, of a man, obviously, because I am, but uh, I'm a man. I'm 40, right? I don't know if you guys remember that rant. Yeah. That was hilarious. Um, so, but there are a lot of guys that hang out at cigar shops that go to, and, and, you know, you hear these conversations, and that dude's like 50, and he's hanging around with, like, they're trying to, like, you know, holler at some girl that's like 22 or 23 and the guy's got money. Right. And so I just want to be like to these guys, like, bro, like you honestly think that she's interested in your sparkling fucking personality. You can't stand you. You think she does. But my point is that people need to be careful, man. Cause there's going to be a lot of people trying to ride coattails after this. And I think it's going to be very interesting. And I'm not saying Deshaun Watson is innocent. 22 people, is, it's a lot of people. Right? <laughs> that uh, begs credibility if they're all lying. Yeah, I, I, mean, I don't know be, about that. That would be very, you know, if it was like one or two, okay. But 22 well, people like, who all happen to know each other from the same place. Okay, maybe that's, that's different, but like. Sure. Yeah, you start, that adds up. But we're not going to assume because as of right now, our recording he is innocent. Nothing has been proven. These are allegations. Sure, but but if I'm a massage therapist, who's I'm, you know, I'm also not giving him a massage. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you might. But want my to. point being that, dude, you are a target. They're not that into you. There is something you have that they want. Do not flatter yourself. Do not fall prey to stupid shit and get yourself in a situation. That's all I'm saying. And don't think your money makes you invincible because it does not. You are literally talking one of the top th- probably five quarterbacks in the entire NFL. There's not a lot of money or fame that is going to make you invincible. It's not worth it. That's it. I'm just saying be careful. Be I don't careful. know if you guys kind of know what I'm getting at here or what I'm trying to say, but yeah, man, it's easy to get yourself involved in this stupid shit. Start by not being a creep, right? Yeah, and then well, be careful that you're not sort of spun to be a creep in situations where it's ambiguous. Mm-hmm. And be careful. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, because... That's got to be so shitty to be rich and famous and not know anybody's intention ever. Absolutely. Yeah. Because hmm. let's, say, let's say some woman starts flirting with me, right? But let's, you know, begging credibility. Uh, <laughs> we like to keep in the realm of possibilities, but we'll, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, right. you know, <laughs> right. we'll, we'll indulge you here, Kyle. Yeah, I would assume she's after, you know, my, my sparkling personality because I ain't got shit else, right? Like, oh, your intellect <laughs> is sexy. Sure, but you know what I'm saying. No. <laughs> it's not, it, it's not, she, she wouldn't be coming at me because I'm, you know, some rich, famous guy. Sure, right. You can at least assume that, that the motives aren't wild horse shit. Imagine living your whole life not knowing that. Mm-hmm. That'd yeah. fuck you up. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's wild. I mean, like, I know guys that know they're getting used, and they still allow it. Because it boosts their ego. I'm not sure how that would do that, knowing you're getting used, but okay. <laughs> hey, it's their choice, whatever, I guess. Yeah, but man, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's going to be a different world, bro, when things get back to normal. It, it's just going to be different. People have been cooped up. They're going to start going out and doing really stupid shit. It's also really interesting. You talked about a bubble earlier, but I feel like there's going to be more economic opportunity if you have money. 
oh, in the next like six months than there has been in quite a long time. Yeah. All those businesses that went under, you ever want a business? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Pennies on the dollar. I think it's, it would be a great time if you ever had dreams of opening up a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just sitting around unoccupied. Not yep. that that's ever a good financial decision, but that's neither here nor there. If you're really good at it, you might make some decent money. If right. you're average at it, it's you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they have one of the worst rates of any new business for staying open. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, and and you know, at least for the foreseeable future, uh Borrowing money is very cheap. So. We'll see. Time to make your fortunes, boys. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Drew's like, I'm trying to end this fucking episode. Please let me. Yeah, yeah. We're, yeah. I'm good. Oh, I'm good. I'm talked out, I guess. I'm waiting on Mo's. One more thing. No, man. That's <laughs> all I got. <laughs> That's not all he's got. No, there's one more thing. No, oh, man. It's really it tonight. That's all I got. Well, there it is. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> there it well, is. The, the last thing I did. I, are you guys going to try the KFC chicken sandwich? I haven't the tried KF- the others. You mean the McDonald's or did KFC? No, I, oh, I tried the McDonald's. How's that? It was um, any good. It's very similar to Chick fil A. So if you like Chick-fil-A, you'll probably like the McDonald's ones. So go Popeyes. Yeah. But this KFC one looks pretty good. Hmm. Why does that one look good? I, like I, I'm trying to figure out what would make one look better than another in a commercial and, and coming up blanks. So there must be a reason. I don't know. KFC is actually a chicken place, <laughs> which, they, which they say in their commercial. But... Not just because they say it in their commercial. But I, I don't know. I, I have to think that it's probably pretty good. And I will make it a point to try it. Well, let us know how it is. I will. I don't know. i got to find a KFC. I don't even know if the one is still open. That's, that's <laughs> close to my where I live. But. but if anybody's tried it, I'm curious to, to get your thoughts on it. Now officially, that's all I got. KFC. <laughs> Done. Well. All right, boys. Next week. Oh, don't forget. Smoke, smoke S- like a sultan. Smoke man young. Do it. For sure. And uh, since Danny's not on, uh, the voyage should be out and about before our next episode. Ooh, at least some places. So go get your voyage. Hope my mm-hmm. box of that's here, too. Yeah, I hope they ship those sooner rather than later. The Voyage better hurry up and take their voyage to my house. Right? (laughs) I'm partly looking forward to smoking it because it's going to be awesome. And I'm partly looking forward to giving Danny some shit, even if it is awesome, just because that's going to be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it will be pretty fun. (laughs) So join us in giving him shit by buying the cigar and supporting him. And then giving him a hard time. Do it. Just like you should give Mo a very hard time after you buy a bunch of his cigars. Because you've earned it. Yep. And demand his hat. Ooh, yeah, the new hat. That's sexy. I haven't even got them yet. Actually, they're not even coming to me. It's sexy. (laughs) Either way. Yeah, they, they turned out well. I like those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing another round of the flex fit and then adding the snap back on this. So. For anybody in Arizona listening, uh, we'll be doing some events there uh, the week. Uh, the 22nd, we'll be at Puro in Chandler. And then uh, 24th, we'll be at Finash in Glendale. 
So if you are in the neighborhood, stop by. I don't have the times that or anything, but uh, yeah, keep an eye out for that. Assuming again, no massive COVID outbreak over the next couple of weeks. So you can always be outside in Arizona, though. It'll only be like what two hundred degrees. Yeah. Yeah. So it's funny you bring that up. Not to open up another topic, but that was a big. We picked those guys, or you know, that was part of the thought process too. Was they're open places. They're not like enclosed, so. Right. There you all, go. About, all about minimizing risk, kids. Don't gotta stop your life, but you gotta you gotta handle that risk. Risk <laughs> management. <laughs> Mo's gonna go handle his risk after this. <laughs> that's why, why we have to get in the car. That's why we have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Play with some non fungible tokens. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Next it's week. All right, boys. See you guys. Cheers. Later, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>